The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Hello, I'm not Johnny Cash. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Come on, Barbie, let's go party, because I'm in a Barbie world. That was not Johnny Cash uh, singing uh, Barbie Girl, courtesy of uh, AI. So there's been a lot of talk about the impact of AI on the movie industry because it forms part of this uh, um, industrial action that is ongoing between writers and actors and the big uh, movie producers and the studios. Uh, And it's kind of... uh, bled into the, the music space as well and not just because of kind of things like Johnny Cash singing Barbie Girl which have been shared on social media but people like Hosier uh, the musician saying he would consider striking over the AI threat to the music industry Well, here to discuss that threat uh, real or otherwise is Dr Martin Clancy from Trinity College Dublin and Alton Conlon who's a musician folks you're both very very welcome um, Martin how, how, how big a threat is AI? Is it a threat? It's a huge threat it's got everybody's attention. Uh, and it's, if you think about it, the music industry as we know it is based on four things. You write a song, you record a song, you play it live and you sell a T-shirt. They're all based on music copyright. Music copyright has to be made by a human. So that's not an option. That's the law across the world. So if an, an AI can create that, well, then you've got an alternative that's basically free. And how close are we to... AI, the technology being kind of indistinguishable from the real thing. Uh, I think we're, 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 have you heard Johnny Cash there? That sounded pretty like... It did sound pretty good, yeah. And that's with pretty low-fi attempts at doing it. So what we're listening to and what you're seeing on, say, for instance, a lot of the movie stuff that we're seeing on AI deepfakes, a lot of them are mum and pup or son and daughter, things being done at home on a DIY level. So you can only imagine what you could do if you had a, a better system. Alton, I, I, do you feel as a musician under threat from AI? Well, when I heard the Johnny Cash thing there, that's the first time I heard it. The, the, first, the first thing I thought is you'll never replicate him. And then I heard it wasn't him. At first it caught me off guard. But um, I, I'm sure you can replicate Johnny Cash. But can AI create a Johnny Cash? That's just what I'm thinking there. And uh, the answer I'd have is no instinctively that it couldn't. So, so, so the the thread, as you see it, is that you know people who have already recorded music and, and have a back catalogue that then that could be exploited by AI, but AI can't create the next Johnny Cash or Dua Lipa or Taylor Swift. Is that it? I, I would think so, and I'd imagine even from Hosier's point of view, Hosier is, has got a world renowned sound now. He's kind of created that nearly. So, for somebody like him on a commercial level like that. I say it is a real concern, but for someone a bit more grassroots like me, I mean, look, I'm a songwriter mainly, and what um, the doctor was saying there is very true. I mean, my CDs and vinyl and all that is gone. Like, that income from that is pretty much gone. So the last port I have for some steady income would be royalties from radio play and gigging live, which I can still do, of course. But um, that is totally a concern. I mean, I've got a couple of artists recording my songs now at the moment, and I'm so glad for that from a point of view to have a, a stream of revenue from royalties. So, yeah, I, I get, it's something I haven't thought about that much, the AI thing, and hasn't affected me yet. But when I hear the Johnny Cash thing there, yeah, that's, a, that's actually kind of shocking to me. I feel like I've just walked into the room and gotten a shock. Uh, 
Martin, uh, I assume though AI will start writing the songs as well. Ah, oh, yeah, it's been doing that for a long time now. Sobering stuff for you here. Um, I mean, I mean, oh, oh, I, I, I mean, I've heard about it now, but again, AI have been writing songs. Yeah, I mean, if they want to put something on the, the, the background of an advert or something, I think that'll work. But I mean, Bob Dylan, Joni Mitchell, and all of that again, can they create? Like, I'm sure they can mimic them, but to a degree. But can you put the humanity in it and the thing, like personality? So, like, I, I was with Mary Coughlin today and we met a bunch of people on the street who love Mary Coughlin for being Mary Coughlin as well as her singing and her songs. So I'd hope that there's more facets to it than just that. Yeah, I think we're safe enough with Mary. I think that, <laughs> that part, I agree with you. I'm not, I, I I not being completely disingenuous there either. I mean, in the case of Mary, you have a, not only a great singer and performer, but you also have a very strong individual, and that sums yes. up all the human nuancy part. But couple of things for you. The good news is as a songwriter it doesn't really matter to you whether Johnny Cash or Johnny Cash AI sings your song as long as it's being paid on a radio station and you're getting paid the same. So the issue for publishers might be that Hosier might go on strike but songwriters uh, like Hosier as well as a songwriter might go hmm, this is potentially a boom time. If we look back historically on the okay. history of music we, we call music publishing for uh, that particular reason because it was sheet music and back in the original day you know, hit songs were came out on sheet music to be played in people's houses. And then when radio was interviewed or radio was introduced, whichever version would it was basically like a game show, which version of that song would become a hit. Mm. So you could do that with AI. But look, I'm trying to gild the lily here and put a positive. But but to but, it. but for writers out there, I guess once the technology you know reaches a, a certain degree of quality, they can then start to write for anybody. Oh, yeah. Do you know, Alden could say, you know what, I'm going to write a song for Joni Mitchell and get Joni Mitchell to sing it effectively. I mean, it, I, I th- absolutely. If you, if you, for instance, one of the things that ChatGPT is really powerful for is replicating stylistically really, really individual styles. And when it comes to rhyming schemes, I mean, it really is quite brilliant. Um, so things like ad copy, you can think of, like, I mean, everybody's using it. So we just have to see that that's the way it works at the moment. It won't actually produce, ChatGPT doesn't produce audio. But that's like, we are only months away from that. Mm. So, Alton, is that maybe kind of a slightly terrifying, if not some way exciting prospect as well? That you, that, you, that you could write for all of these now deceased stars? Well, the op- um, oper- I, I was just thinking, as he said, that I might co-write with an AI program if it's that easy, able to rhyme. Because sometimes I get stuck, you know. <laughs> well, that's the argument that's put across for a lot of technology is the fact that it will democratize or work as a collaborator. Mm. Um, and there's truth in that, but there's yeah. also great danger because it does work as a replacement. So is, is the real the, the, the threat then for people like, people like Hosier Martin, it's, it's the same threat that the movie industry faces. It's not necessarily that uh, uh, Sony Music can create a new Hosier. It's that, it's that they have the back catalogue and they have enough sampling of his, his, his writing and his lyrical style and his voice that they can create new albums based on that, which is what the actors fear, that they've got, you know, you've got Donald Gleeson starring as somebody in Star Wars and they can turn around Lucasfilm and say, well, we can just use that and make 10 more Star Wars movies. Yeah. So uh, let, let's, let's, let's unpack that a little bit. So first of all, in the film industry, we have this, this strike that's going on. 
that's not specifically about AI, no, AI the stuff in but it, yeah. the AI cited in it. The music industry can't really do that because we're not, music industry isn't organized along those ways. Also, in film, you have a particular trade. So you are an actor or you work as a director. Um, in music, we've got all these different jobs. Like, so Jose is a musician, he's a singer, songwriter, he's a live performer, he's a, you know, and as a result, he's represented by all these different kind of splinter groups. So a strike would literally be him with his guitar hanging up his boots. And as profound as that is, it's not necessarily going to work as collective bargaining. Right. The world is changing. We'll have to see how it changes. Uh, Dr. Martin Clancy from Trinity College, Dublin, Alton Conlon, musician. Listen, folks, thanks a million, uh, both of you. And I hope to talk to you uh, again soon. At- the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.